Hi, and welcome back to Of Idiots and Intellects. I'm here today with Cody, what as up? usual. And he just said his hands smelled like sausage. I did not. Don't put words in my mouth. You put the words out of your mouth. You, have you no projected them you into have, this room. You have no proof on anything I said. Uh, but I'm they just do. Gonna they put, do smell like, like sausage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you made us a little sausage and cheese cracker plate thing. Yeah, I was really hungry. Apparently, one breakfast isn't enough breakfasts. Haven't you ever heard of second breakfast? Second, third, fourth breakfast. It's... That's yeah. not where we're at. Um, so today we're going to be talking about dreams, which are super cool. Um, about 95% of dreams are forgotten by the time a person wakes up. So do dreams even really matter? I mean, technically, I would think so, yeah. Yeah. It's weird because dreams, um, <clears throat> there's never been a more cognitive state studied so extensively yet still so completely misunderstood and puzzling. Like, no one really knows what dreams are. Do you have any, um, like, favorite dreams that you remember? Or, like, recurring dreams mm. that we'll talk about later? More specifically, but... Recurring dreams? My teeth keep falling out. Your teeth keep falling out? I have that one, too. That's a pretty common one. We're gonna talk about that one. Also, I pee a lot in my dreams. You pee a lot in your dreams? Yes. So every time I wake up in the moment, I'm like, did I just pee myself no i'm good okay <laughs> i've never had that i've never peed in my dreams that i remember i've like i've had sex dreams but i've never like had peeing dreams I mean, i've had sex dreams too but yeah like my peeing dreams there is some where i'm literally constantly peeing like i cannot i'll stop go do something else like i still have to pee <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's me right now because the baby is starting to push on my bladder but no, I've, that's an interesting dream. Yeah, we'll touch on peeing yeah. dreams later also. Yeah. Mm. There were a lot more than the ones I'm going to cover, but those ones got weird. And yeah. I didn't want to talk about those because they made me uncomfortable just reading about them. Oh, okay. We love weird. Um, well, it talked about like what it means when you dream about someone peeing on you or you peeing on someone. Oh, that's wildly specific. I can't believe there's people actually into that. Like, that seems weird to me. Like, give me all your discarded vitamins. You. What? <laughs> no thanks. Well, that's one thing, like, if you're trapped in the desert with no water, like, you drink your pee. Well, it's a good thing I never go to the desert, because <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have this reoccurring dream where, like... It's an apocalyptic alien invasion, and it happens all the time, and usually it's, like, my parents and I, and then in recent years it's been with Sean, too, and we're, like, trying to, like, help people and then get away, and it's really weird, and, like, the sky is a really deep purple and orange, and, like, you can see, like, flashes of light behind the clouds. Mm. And it was even weirder because earlier this spring, um, I was driving past the lake going home and the sky looked just like it always did in my dreams. And I was like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> I was freaked out. I had a really weird dream last night. Um, last night, apparently like my dad got kidnapped by some like 
witch type person oh, and okay. got, got, and a bunch of people were just like under this like giant spell or whatever that put them all in these little like those plastic Easter eggs. Okay. <laughs> and it was a mix um. of it was a mix of like an Easter egg hunt to find my dad. <laughs> so I had I was on like a time crunch too. Like there was a clock ticking. I had like so many minutes before like he was dead. <laughs> oh my god, that is that's and there terrifying were, in there a fun were, way. <laughs> there were like these plastic <laughs> Easter eggs all over. So every time I opened one, it was like a friend or something, and I'm like, okay, bitch, like start opening eggs, let's go, chop chop. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> um I never found him. Oh <laughs> and then no. I, then I woke up. <laughs> so Okay. Well, it was uh, interesting. I don't. And then there was, I was in a volcano at some point, and it was really warm. Were there eggs in the volcano? No, but I almost died in the volcano. Yikes! All right. Well, <laughs> um. So, like I said, I was we're also gonna in London talking. at one point. London. Yeah. You've been in London. I though. have been in London. I mm. miss it. I want to go back. Maybe not right now, but actually, it's probably better there than it is here. God. Who even knows? I'd rather be in China at this point, too. Like In China? Yeah, with all the COVID stuff. I'd rather be <laughs> Hoping there. Hoping that it'll take you out, or what? <laughs> at this point, with how America's going, probably. Oh, man. Um, okay, so back to dreams. <laughs> we were um, on the same topic still, so it's fine. Yeah, we didn't go too far. The full circle. Circle back. Circle of life. Uh, dreams. <laughs> are essentially stories and images um, that our minds create while we're asleep. Obviously, everyone knows what dreams are. Um, but they can be really, really vivid and feel real. And they can be entertaining, or they can be super scary, or they can even be classified as nightmares, which we'll talk about. Um, and they're often characterized by sensory, cognitive, and emotional occurrences. And usually people wake up with um, different emotions, like feeling... Feelings are emotions. Kelsey, get it together. Um, <laughs> feelings like happiness, sadness, fear, confusion, or a complex combination of them all. Um, the dreamer has reduced, if any, control over a dream's visual content or activation of memory. Although there are lucid dreams. I've always wanted to be able to control my own dreams. There have been moments where in my dreams I'm like, oh, I know I'm dreaming. Mm -hmm. I'll try and change it and nothing happens. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? I Why the, can't I change this? I have the opposite thing. <clears throat> I almost always know that I'm dreaming. And most of the time I can, like, change the events. So I'm just always fucking lucid, ready to go. <laughs> like, there was, there's gotten to a point where a dream me is like, oh, I know I'm dreaming. Well, not like I can change it anyway. Mm. So mm -hmm. let's just see what happens. I have... A lot of those, but all of those, like, have my dad in them. Like, I remember, um, it was a couple months after he died, and it was, um, we were in this house, and I walked out down this hallway here, and he just walks in through the mudroom door, and I was like, oh, you're here. And he was like, yeah, sorry, I was in space for too long. And, like... <laughs> I was in space for too long. <laughs> My brain was trying to, like, give a reason why he hasn't been around, and it decided on he was in space. So, and, like, the whole time I knew I was dreaming, but I was just like, "There's this is really good. No. Um, so that was weird. 
That's one weird thing about dreams, too, is that, like, a lot of people think the dead can, like, talk to you, like, visit you in your dreams. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Because there was one point long time ago when my girlfriend at the time, she passed away, and, like, within a couple, within, like, 48 hours, I had a dream where she texted me, mm-hmm. telling me she loves me. Oh. I was like, oh, well, that's... Depressing. Isn't that nice, though, at the same time, where, like, because I have that feeling with my dad, because I have dreams with him all the Mm -hmm. time now, and it's, like, it's really nice to have those dreams, because it's, like, you get to spend time with them again, even though you can't, but then you wake up, and you just start sobbing, and you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. But, no, it's, it's great, and then sad at the same time. The ones that weird me out, though, are, like, when you're sleeping and you're, like, sobbing in your dream and you wake up and, like, your pillow and your face are sopping wet. Yeah. Oh, my God, I know. Those are so freaky. You're like, how? I I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Anyways. Um, there's a bunch of different types of dreams, like lucid dreaming, <clears throat> nightmares that we'll talk about about further on down the road um and sleep paralysis sleep paralysis oh my god sean has that if you like touch him at night sometimes he like he can't be touched otherwise he gets sleep paralysis Oof. it's weird he's weird whatever too late now <laughs> no <laughs> you're stuck with him now i'm stuck with him forever that's okay um there's also deja vu which is really fun Ironically, I had deja vu this morning typing up the research for this podcast. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, I think I want to do an entire separate episode on deja vu because there's so many different theories and it's just insane. Mm-hmm. Some of like the theories go so deep into like human consciousness and all that stuff that it's it deserves its own episode. Um So, we're going to do a different episode about that at some point. Um, But no one can really figure out why we dream. There's, like, an endless number of theories trying to explain why, but no one can just create a concrete answer. Everyone's just like, I I mean, maybe this, but I don't know, man. Figure it out. (laughs) Um, Some ranchers... What? I can't speak. I need to go back to sleep so I can get more dreams in, get get my brain cleared. <laughs> it's not working I don't think right. That's how that works, but you can keep trying. You know, fight me in November. Okay. Um, some researchers. I'll just be waiting at the hospital, like outside okay. the hospital bed, okay. like with a baseball bat. Baby's out. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go. Bike racks. Yikes. I'm already at the hospital, so I'm not too worried, but, like... There you go. <laughs> um, so, some researchers say that dreams have no meaning and zero influence on our health and well-being, while others say that dreams are essential for maintaining mental, emotional, and physical health, and they hold significant emotional and psychological meaning. Or there's Freud, who's just, like, you're, you just want sex. Yeah, Freud, like... <laughs> Freud is a weird dude. I don't... I don't... 
it's weirder because like some of the stuff he says actually really makes sense, but it's just so gross a lot of it that you don't want to believe it. I mean, um, I don't ever believe in the one that oh every time there's a phallic symbol it represents a dick. Yeah, there. Yeah, I think he just had some fetishes going on. That was a. <laughs> I think he had some separate stuff that he tried to incorporate into his work that did not need to be mixed in there. True. Um, yeah, he believed that dreams were a window into our subconscious and that dreams would reveal a person's motivations and act as a way to satisfy um, urges that aren't socially acceptable. Which, so like, I read something where he was like, yeah, if you have a dream about having sex with your mom, that's fine. That's just, you know, yeah. your subconscious. And you're like, fucking what? Yeah, Hello? the whole, like, Oedipus complex situation. <laughs> no thanks. Um, yeah, so we're just going to leave Sigmund Freud outside of our lives. Okay. <laughs> um, well, there goes all that information. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, he's, I don't know, it's weird. Um... But studies of all kinds have centered around dreams. Um, like I said, it's never been, there's never been anything so extensively researched and yet completely puzzling. Um, researchers will take one of two approaches when looking at dreams. They'll go the neuroscientific way or the psychoanalytic way. Neuroscientists try to explain the structures of the brain and their functions while dreaming. So, like, they're the ones that... You go in for an MRI and you see the parts of the brain light up when you're dreaming and then they, you know, that stuff. Um, and then psychoanalysts concentrates. Yeah? I need an MRI. What's happening? Oh, <laughs> um, you tell me. Psychoanalysis <laughs> concentrates on the meaning of dreams and the relationship they hold with the dreamer. So, like... If a certain person keeps coming up in their dreams, they try to figure out that relationship with that person and the dreamer and then the deeper meaning, which is so weird to me because, like, how do you ever really know? I do have a couple people that tend to reoccur in my dreams for some reason. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's really weird. Yeah. Especially because, like, we don't really talk a lot, so why do you yeah. keep popping up in my dreams? That's the weirdest one for me is when people I haven't seen in a really, really long time or, like, haven't talked to are, like, the focus of like a dream. Like, friends from high school? Yeah, and you're like, I haven't talked to you in four years. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, I barely talked to you in high school. I had just had class with you. <laughs> yeah, like, I had one class with you, and we sat next to each other for, like, two weeks. This is... <laughs> Why are you here? Isn't there a thing where, like, your brain can't make faces, though? So yeah. everyone you dream about, you've seen them, whether you recognize mm -hmm. them or not? Yeah, that's weird to me. Because then you could just be dreaming of strangers on the street, and you'll never know. It's really weird, because there are a lot of times where I'm, like, in crowds. Yeah. And I don't know any of them. Yeah. That's scary in your dream. <laughs> um, so... My mom once had a dream where she had someone like that. And then she, like, the next day she went through, I think, the McDonald's drive-thru, and they were manning the window. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> she was like, I've never seen them before in my entire life. Oh. Deja vu. <laughs> right? Yikes. Um, so, over the years, researchers have speculated that dreams may serve 
several different functions, and I'm going to list a bunch of them, because there's a lot. There are a lot of them. There's so many. You jump in if I miss anything. Okay. Just shut me up. <laughs> I'm good at that. Okay. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> dreams may represent unconscious desires and wishes, kind of like the Sigmund Freud thing, mm-hmm. or um, reflect unconscious mental functions in a psychoanalytical way. Um, dreams may be a way of consolidating information and processing it after it's been gathered throughout the day while locking in the new memories made throughout the day. And you can kind of think of this as like an offline memory reprocessing that supports and records your waking consciousness, which they always say, like, if you have to cram for an exam, study the night before. Mm -hmm. And then when you sleep, like you'll retain the information better. Which I tested that out for different it stuff. It didn't work. It works. Oh. Does it not work for you? I feel like it might be different for other people. But... <clears throat> it could be. I studying in general doesn't work for me very well. Yeah. I basically need like the couple hours a day studying a lot prior to for it to work for me and I have to like repeat mm. that stuff, but Yeah. Programming does not help. It just confuses me. Yeah. Cause you've always it's just because I'm really stupid, so Oh. Well, there's that, but also, <laughs> you know. Um, so, dreams may also represent a unique state of consciousness that incorporates experiences of the present, the processing of the past, and preparation for the future. So, it kind of goes along with the consolidating information and processing mm-hmm. it. Um, it just has a bit of a different approach. Um, and some researchers... What on earth? Some researchers say that dreams may even be a way of preparing people for potential future threats, which is terrifying if you think about my reoccurring UFO dream. Oh, good. (laughs) It's happening. Um, Dreams may just be a way of developing cognitive abilities, too. So Mm -hmm. that's like the most simple one. Um. Or dreams can just be interpretations of random signals from the brain and body during sleep. Although I feel like dreams are too complex just to, like, have that be the only explanation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes, I understand what you mean. But for me, personally, like, when I think of that, I think of it more like, okay, well, what you've done throughout the day is what's going to affect your dream. Mm -hmm. That's never once been a thing for me. No matter what I did that day, at my dream never involved that in any way, shape, or form. Really? Oh. Well, that's weird. Okay. Maybe you're a unique... <laughs> well, because there's, there's that one where it's... Where people see dreams as sort of a muse. Mm-hmm. So especially for, like, artists and creators and stuff like that. they Their imagination while dreaming... Is a lot more intense. Yeah. Which is one thing I'm, I look at for me is probably being the actor and thespian I am. Like, yeah. my are you going to be a lot more wildish and out there and not make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Hmm. What, okay, what's like the most creative dream you think you've had? I've had multiple dreams where I've woken up and like this would have been a great movie, mm-hmm. and with, ironically enough, they were horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Um, I don't, I honestly can't think of any because after like 24 hours, I can't remember dreams very well, so. Yeah, that's another weird thing about dreams. It's like, no one can really. I've always thought about keeping like a dream journal, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like, I just want to go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. I like um, when you wake up and then you can go back to sleep and mm-hmm. then continue the dream. That's my favorite because it, like, for me, usually when I go back into the dream, I have more control over it, so it's, it gets wild. (laughs) Shit gets a little crazy. The ones I hate, though, are where you're dreaming and your alarm is going off, but it's just a noise in your dream. Mm-hmm. And then and you don't you, wake up. And you're not waking up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, bitch, I have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> wake up. Uh, you have things to do. I have this problem where, like, I'll wake up to the first alarm that I set. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go back to sleep, but I don't know that I'm asleep. And I'm dreaming that I'm getting ready for the day. So, like, in my head, I think I'm dressed. I think, like, my teeth are brushed. I think I'm making breakfast and oh, out the door. And then my alarm goes off, like, the last warning alarm. Uh-huh. And then I have to rush. And I'm like, oh, my God, I thought I was ready. <laughs> I've had those a couple times. Those suck. Those are the worst. Oh, my God. I had those almost, like, every day when I was in college. So, <laughs> and it was a 40-minute drive to get to Fond du Lac. So, I was oh, like, <laughs> That was rough. Was stupid. Um... Oh, last one. (laughs) Dreams can be a creation of a safe, balanced psychological space. I haven't really had that experience. (laughs) Um, But it's where overwhelming, conflicting, and highly complex emotions can kind of be brought together and processed efficiently. Which I guess that does make sense. Yeah, because like, have you ever gone to bed worried about something? And then like, you wake up the next day and you're like, more cool with the situation Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't think that's just because i don't know like people tell you to sleep it off but you have to sleep stuff off otherwise Mm -hmm. you're not going to process things correctly i don't know like with safe spaces like i'm pretty sure one of my safe spaces when i dream is the house i grew up in Mm, yeah because i lived there my grandparents lived there and then we moved into it with them and then my grandparents moved out and we stayed at the house Mm -hmm. so i was there through graduating high school like after high school graduation is when we moved out yeah so and that was 2013 and i still have dreams about that house a lot so you spent so much time there like it'd be weirder if you didn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of dreams like that took place there no, I think that's cool how that stuff works out, though. You get to see stuff that, like, you don't get to see anymore. It's like a nice little, like, childhood memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, studies attempting to discover the importance of dreams in relation to our health. I feel, okay, for this, I think that... Some of it can just relate back to sleep stages and sleep patterns. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's necessarily in direct relation to dreaming itself. But um, researchers found that those who were woken up before they were able to dream, so before they hit um, the REM sleep stage where dreams occur, um, those people had more tension, 
difficulty concentrating, anxiety, weight gain, depression, lack of concentration, a tendency to hallucinate, and a lack of coordination. So, okay, just at me next time. You learned <laughs> everything wrong with myself. Yeah, I feel attacked. <laughs> um, so, but I feel like that might just be an effect of not getting to the REM stage of sleep. I don't know if that's a direct effect of not being able to dream. You feel me? Yeah. Because. I dream a lot. Yeah. It's rare that I don't dream. Hmm. You know, a lot of people say that. They're just like, I don't dream at all. But it's just. That you don't remember it. Because mm-hmm. everyone dreams. Um, they They're... say that you dream like what? Maybe two hours worth a night or something? There was one thing that said that. And then yeah. others are like, well, it's really just however quickly you move through the stages. But Sometimes depending on like how hard I'm sleeping, my mind's literally just a black screen. Like... All it is is darkness. It's black for hours. Yeah. Maybe you're not hitting the REM stage of sleep. Maybe that's why you need coffee all the time. I always need coffee, and coffee doesn't do jack shit anymore. I'm broken. You're broken? In more ways than one, but we're going to stick to the coffee and drink broken portion right now. Broken in every way. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to go through how we dream, the sleep stages, stuff like that, and then um, get into the super fun part where we talk about dream meanings, the types of dreams, and common dream themes and nightmares. All right. Yeah. Okay. Stick around. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us through that short break. Um, so we're going to talk about the sleep stages real quick. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So there are four sleep stages. Um, three of them are not in REM sleep, and the fourth one is REM sleep itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, for stage one, um, this is a changeover from wakefulness to sleep and during the short period which lasts several minutes um, your heartbeat your breathing and eye movements slow down and your muscles relax with occasional twitches your brain waves begin to slow from their daytime wakefulness patterns yeah so it's like that falling asleep stage yeah pretty much which is, is also the stage like you get those random itches in Oh, God. That, like, end up keeping you awake because you want to scratch so bad. Yeah. I had a boyfriend that would twitch really bad. And, like, one time he twitched so bad that he, like, almost flung me out of bed. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? (laughs) And he also did a lot of talking in his sleep. Like, there was one time where he was talking about, like, bringing his motorcycle into bed with us. And then something with, like, bears on the motorcycle. And I sat up, and I, like, turned, and then he woke up, and I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't fucking know. And then he just went back to sleep, and I was like, okay, good night. (laughs) Right? It was weird. All right, so stage two is a period of light sleep before you enter a deeper sleep. Hear your heartbeat and breathing slow, muscles relax even further. 
your body temperature drops and your eye movements drop. I mean, eye movements stop. I can read. Stop. Oof. Like, they're just one focus, not, like, twitching or doing anything. It's kind of weird. Do you... I have this problem where, like, when I'm trying to fall asleep, if I'm, like... If my brain's too active yet, I can't, like, stop moving my eyes. It feels mm-hmm. like my eyes aren't comfortable being anywhere. Does that make yes. sense? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, here in stage two, your brainwave activity slows as well, but is marked by brief bursts of electrical activity. And you spend more of your repeated sleep cycles in this stage than any of the other sleep stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that, like... When you go back and forth from REM sleep in stage three. Yeah, like basically. Yeah. Because with stage three, um, this is a period of deep sleep that you need to feel refreshed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Which apparently I don't get enough of. Yeah. <laughs> it occurs in longer periods during the first half of the night. Hear your heartbeat and breathing slow to their lowest levels during sleep. So basically just before you'd be dead. Nice. I like that. Okay. That's great. Okay. <laughs> um, your muscles are relaxed and it may be difficult to be woken up and your brain waves become even slower. I feel like my brain waves are pretty slow to begin with. Like even awake. Yeah, my brain probably just turns the light switch off. It's like, nope. It's like, how about we just no activity? We're already we're already conserving energy during the day. We're just gonna turn it all the way off so this yeah. bill isn't too high. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So stage four is REM sleep, or rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. Um, this first occurs about 90 minutes after falling asleep, and your eyes move rapidly from side to side behind your eyelids. Um, mixed frequency brainwave activity becomes closer to that seen in being awake. Your breathing becomes faster and irregular. Irregular? Irregular. 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 <laughs> Faster and irregular, and your heart rate and blood pressure increase to nearly waking levels. Uh, Most of your dreams occur during REM sleep, although some can also occur not in REM sleep. Yeah. So, I mean, especially jumping back and forth between three and REM the entire time. Yeah. Um, Your arms and leg muscles become temporarily paralyzed, which prevents you from acting out your dreams. Unless you're a sleepwalker then you probably don't have that function very well. Yeah. Oof. What about the people that kick in their sleep? Um, I think that's just, some, that just I think that's just a muscle stage. issue. I think that's just another stage. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I do that. <laughs> yeah. Because then it's the sleep paralysis that occurs when you wake up or woken up during REM sleep. Yeah, because then you can't. Yeah, because then your body's paralyzed, but you're wide awake. Yeah, which is super scary. Cause you have you experienced it? Yeah, I have not. I it was only like once or twice, but it's really weird. Cause like for me, it was usually like in the middle of a dream too, and like usually a scary dream. <laughs> so I would wake up and I wouldn't be able to move, and I'd be like, wait, what? The fu- like, in your brain just goes crazy trying to, like, figure out what's happening. And it takes a really long time for you to, like, relax. <laughs> and I don't know. It's really weird. See, I've, only, I've woken up fast out of a dead sleep like that to where, like, my heart, like, feels like it's stopped. Yeah. But I can still move. Yeah. 
It's kind of like that, but like ten times scarier. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of people who during REM sleep have like the hallucinations still, mm-hmm. so they'll see like figures and bodies and demons and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. I I haven't really experienced that, but like. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whew, dodged a bullet there. But I've talked to people that have, and they're just like, yeah, it was the scariest experience of my life. I didn't know if, like, God was taking me up, or if the devil was dragging me down, or, like, if I was even alive. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> like, okay. Well. Nice. <laughs> Great job. Um, but, yeah. Oh, I found that REM sleep only lasts a few minutes um, earlier on in the night, like, the first time you enter it. And then it increases as time goes on, like, throughout the night. Um, so, REM sleep may last more than 30 minutes, um, meaning you could easily spend half an hour dreaming. And then we did confirm that it's two hours of dreaming yes. on average a night. Um, Which is so weird yeah. because they definitely feel like four or five hours at the least. They really do. Like, when you're in it, oh my gosh. Those apocalyptic alien invasion dreams feel like they last, like, three weeks. I don't know, man. It's really intense. Sometimes I wish I could sleep for three weeks. (laughs) Okay, no. (laughs) No? Is that even healthy? No. I don't think so. I think you need to, like, you gotta do something. You gotta get up and break. Oh, maybe not. Um, Bears (laughs) can do it. Bears are bears. <laughs> Bear with us while we have this argument. <laughs> I hate you. Um, that was, no, just. Was that no. unbearable? Wow, look at the time. I gotta go. I gotta be somewhere gotta else. Um, so now we're going to talk about dream meanings and types and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think lucid dreams are the weirdest ones. Mm-hmm. The weirdest dream type, which we talked about a little bit, but essentially a dream where the dreamer is aware of the fact that they're dreaming, and they can even um, occasionally gain control of the dream's content. That's insane. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. That's all, that's all I got. It's just a weird concept to think of. So one other one I have is there's a lot of people, there's a huge controversy on dreaming in color versus black and white. What? Yeah. Some people don't dream in color? No. Um, But some studies have shown that childhood exposure to black and white TV seemed to be the most common denominator, where 25-year-olds and younger almost never dream in black and white. It's always in color. And 55 years and older, um, with little access to color TV, um, dream in black and white almost a quarter of the time. Gosh, that's so weird. I never even thought of that as being a possibility. I never thought about it being a possibility either, but I just never knew people dreamed in black and white. Yeah, it's like The Giver where everyone sees black and white and then... I love that book. That was really good. I never read the second part of the book though, which I really wanted to. I just never did. I have it if you want to borrow it. You know how many books I have on my shelves that I want to read that I... (laughs) Rather That's sleep. where I'm at too. I got um, 
Magicians of the Gods and Fingerprints of the Gods by Graham Hancock, and mm-hmm. it goes through, like, really cool archaeological, like, concepts, and essentially is trying to prove, like, hey, civilizations were more advanced than we think they were, it's just, you know, yeah. those civilizations have crumbled and blah, 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 and then technology had to be rebuilt and whatever. It's cool. It's really interesting, but I have not been able to get to them or any of the 20 other books that I bought. Mm-hmm. I bought Jordan Peterson's, like, 12 Rules for Life or whatever, which is really good, but I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. How do you know it's really good? Amazon reviews? No. <laughs> No, I heard him talk about it. He's on a lot of podcasts. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, so... Oh, tell us about Nightmares. Nightmares. Yeah. So, um... Nightmares can be caused by a lot of different things. Um, the DSM-5 actually has this whole like, catalog section explaining different causes. Um... Some of them including anxiety and stress, which is actually one of the major causes. Yeah, that would make sense. Trauma or upsetting events such as death of a loved one can bring on nightmares. Um, Side effects of a medication or drug or medication or drug withdrawal. Ooh, yeah, I've heard of that. Alcohol consumption or withdrawal from alcohol. Um... Difficulty breathing during sleep. Oh, like sleep apnea? People yeah. People are more likely to have nightmares. Mm-hmm. That would make sense, because if you feel like you're suffocating, that heightens your anxiety levels, and then, boom, right. nightmares. And then there's, like, eating right before bed and can cause nightmares. Oof, yikes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Experience that. I also forgot sleep terror. Oh, night, a thing like the too. night terrors? Yeah, night terrors. Those are scary to see. Like, I've seen videos on those, and they're terrifying. Yeah. Well, so they're terrors. <laughs> You're correct. No, I had night terrors when I was a little kid, I guess. I don't know. You'll have to ask Brenda. I don't remember it much, but... Yikes. Yeah, I've seen those videos, too, where people just, like, sit bolt upright and are, like, screaming. And... Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, there's a weird theory to this too, um, two nightmares called the threat simulation theory. And this theory suggests that our brains have evolved to use dreams as a way to, to simulate circumstances that could pose a danger to us while awake. Mm-hmm. Um, in the theory, our dreams aren't only, op- aren't only a chance to practice taking action to protect ourselves in dangerous situations. Um, but our dreams are also an opportunity to explore the emotional and psychological terrain associated with threat and fear. That makes a lot of sense. Honestly, like, yeah. Because in your dreams, it's kind of like watching TV, you know, Mm -hmm. where you can learn from the scenarios as long as you retain that information. Even if you don't remember the dream, though, your brain is still processing what's going on inside. So... No, that makes a lot of sense. It does. All right, well, now I know how to run away from murderers. <laughs> I know what to do in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I know how to handle aliens. It's, we're good. 
We're fine. Right. Bring on the apocalypse. No, please don't. <laughs> don't jinx us. You know how bad our world is in right now. <laughs> That's just what's planned for June 2020. It's just Ugh. apocalypse. That's it. That's uh. That's not too unrealistic at this point. It's not. It's very unfortunate. Uh, I want to move out of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> I want my own private island. Thanks. Just. <laughs> I want to make my own country. And then just. No one goes in. No one goes out. Everyone on the island dies on the island. <laughs> and that's it. No vacationing. No nothing. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so there's different themes of dreams that can, um, show up quite often. Like, a lot of the reoccurring dreams are, um, in association with specific themes. Themes of dreams. <laughs> that sounds funny. Themes Dream of theme. Dreams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> themes of dreams can be linked to the suppression of unwanted thoughts or insecurities. And then as a result, there's this increased occurrence of those suppressions in the dreaming. So, like, teeth falling out is a specific one, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that, like, insecurities? Yeah, um, with teeth falling out, it said that the teeth symbolize power and confidence. So, something happened to you, making you lose that confidence. Um, it said that you're gonna, that you would dream of your teeth falling out. Yeah. Snakes was another big one that I saw that, really? like, a lot of people have. But I already have a snake phobia, so I don't know if that, like, I don't know if the same rules apply <laughs> or if it's just heightened because, mm -hmm. oh my god, all of my nightmares are usually snake involved. I remember one when I was, I was like really little yet, and it was before we even had this brown carpet in here, and <laughs> I just remember I like jumped up on the couch and there were tiny, like, string-sized, super long, bright green snakes. And they kept, like, rearing up and trying to get me from the couch. And it was really scary. And then the whole floor turned into snakes. And I was like, oh, my God. Snake pit. I was, like, an Indiana Jones for a minute. Um, there was actually another one about teeth, too, that... Actually, there's, like, two other ones that are related to teeth falling out. Um... One is just if you have bad teeth in general already, mm -hmm. um, you're going to have those dreams where they're falling out. Yeah. But then there's a Freud one. Yikes. Freud's answers. <laughs> um, for women, it's said that it's an example of wish fulfillment. Wish fulfillment? And for men, it's a desire for sexual stimulation. What? <laughs> no! <laughs> Just Why? meaning, like, doesn't have to do any, with anything to do with teeth, apparently. It's just what teeth falling out mean. Um, I feel like that's not right. <laughs> just, like, a dude dreaming that his teeth are falling out wakes up. He just wants to bang. Like, is that, the, is that the thought process that's here? That's the thought process here. Yikes. Avoid that thought process. Because <laughs> that's a turn on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My teeth <laughs> fell out. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. There's more room for mouth activity. Oh. Yikes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Moving on. Um, what else you got? <laughs> other common uh, themes are being chased, which I 
don't know a single person that hasn't had a dream where they've been chased. Um, a living person dying, a dead person living, flying, being naked, um, violent wild beasts, having magical powers, and UFOs. Those are all pretty common. There were um, 55 common themes, but I didn't want to list each and every one because that would take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. The UFOs one, like, have you ever, ever had UFO dreams? No. No? Maybe you're just getting abducted every time. Yikes! It's not even Sean's baby, it's just some alien oh, thing no. they put inside you. That would explain why I was so fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yikes, let's hope that's not even in the realm of possibilities, because that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm sorry. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the baby already looks like an alien as it is. They all do, until they're like six months old. They're like alien potatoes. Blobs of flesh. Ew. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, so, what's your favorite theme? Like, which of those themes kind of, like, pop up in your dreams the most often? Teeth falling out. Teeth falling out? And then falling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, falling. Falling's a huge one. Dreaming of falling, though, is different than when you have that falling sensation, but they can mm -hmm. happen at the same time. Right. Which makes it super freaky. <laughs> then you just have that stupid body jolt when you like, waking up right, yeah. right, right as you hit the ground. Yeah. I've woken up like that, and I'm just like, am I having a heart attack? What's happening? Yikes. There have been times I've literally just fallen asleep and just started dreaming. And I just trip and fall. <laughs> yeah. And then you jolt awake. I think the dumbest one was I'm literally just walking on the sidewalk, cross the road, my foot caught the curb, and I tripped and woke up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the Cody cross the road? I don't know. To the fall dream. out of his dream. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. That's not even a joke. That was stupid. That was. <laughs> I laughed anyway. It's fine. Um, I thought it was cool that like external stimuli mm -hmm. can manipulate what's happening in your dream. So like, there was this one study where people put like neutral kind of positive, um, positive associative sense into a room with sleeping people, like a rose scent, that was the number one um, smell, and those people in that area had more positive, happy dreams, and then they put like a rotten egg smell in another room with sleeping people. I wouldn't even be able to sleep unless they started those scents after they were asleep. I think that's how they did it. God, I hope so. Yeah. Um, and everyone in the rotten egg room just had terrible dreams, so... No that way. explains why I have nightmares, because Sean's so gassy all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's about all I have. I do have a couple other ones, too, though. Like, there's one that's apparently pretty common of meeting a celebrity. Oh. <laughs> um, And the celebrity... Um, 
basically symbolizes a person's need for recognition. Alright, so what does this mean? I had a dream, it was like four weeks ago, that <laughs> it was, okay, I was running this group that was like sewing stuff, but we were all really, really small, and then there was this giant cat thing outside, like huge, giant, like size of the building, whatever, and then eventually, like he would always try to get us in our little sewing, it was like a gymnasium that we would set up shop to sew, and I don't even know what we were making. <laughs> um, but then, as the dream progressed, I like went out and met up with this cat who suddenly became my size, and then it became Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> and I was trying to like work out like, hey man, like neutral territory, we're just trying to do our work. Like, I feel like you want. watched Cinderella before you went to bed. No! <laughs> Long story short, Jesse Eisenberg and I went back to his apartment and we had sex. And so what does that mean? <laughs> Tell me, because it was really weird. It means you're not recognized positively while having sex. I don't know. Do I look like a dream interpreter? <laughs> Um, also the peeing. Oh, we yeah. We were going to touch base on peeing a little bit. <laughs> Yikes. Um, usually this symbolizes that your emotions are being repressed in a real life or are under pressure due to something else in your life. And that makes you pee? Well, because also there's like the whole holding in the pee, hold, um, the, like the bladder, holding the bladder. Um, that like represents holding in the emotions? Yeah. Okay. Um... Usually, something like this um, really want you to pay attention to detail. I mean, you really want to be paying attention to detail with these dreams, too, for some reason, because just because you're peeing, it, the peeing itself is necessarily the symbolism mm -hmm. that you're looking for. It's like more de detailed surroundings, like mm -hmm. where you're peeing or... Things like that. Okay. <laughs> um, like if you're peeing your pants, if mm. someone else is peeing their pants, if there are people around while you're peeing. <laughs> Just taking pictures. Because <laughs> um, apparently like peeing your pants supposedly means that you're going to be having financial trouble. Okay, yikes. Um, yeah. There's holding in your pee which is related to emotion and means there are uh, more there are many strong emotions hidden inside you have a desire to release them. Okay. That which makes sense. makes sense. Yeah. Um peeing on your feet means that you'll find a great job within your future apparently. I don't believe a lot of Who these. came to that conclusion? <laughs> yeah. Who was qualified enough to just be like, "Yep, this is it. This is the answer." I don't know. What's the internet like? can't always trust the internet, but I just wanted to bring these up because I found it funny. That is funny. I like that. Alright. And then there was just, at least on this page, there were just so many more options that I didn't want to talk about. Just various pee-related Yeah, because it's like, if you're peeing in a toilet, if you're peeing on someone, if someone's peeing on you, if you're peeing at a house, if you're peeing outside in public. 
It's like a Dr. Seuss book. If you pee over here and you pee over there. <laughs> Do it. Write the book. It's a potty training book. Oh my god. You know what? Coming out next summer. <laughs> <laughs> 2021. If we're not all dead first. Yeah. Oh, if we make it through 2020. Well, 2020 is going to make the history books, so I mean, it yeah. has to. I don't, I don't know how it couldn't. <laughs> I can't just, I have a friend that keeps sending me memes of like 2040 history teachers teaching 2020 classes, and it's like Charlie Day with the strings across the boards, and like, <laughs> oh my god, it's a mess. It's a mess. What about reoccurring dreams? Did you get anything for, like, specific, like, why there are reoccurring dreams or anything like that? I, or is it just um, the same insecurities coming up over and over again? I feel like it's the same insecurities. I didn't necessarily find anything specifically on that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to, like... Because, like we said before, there's no way to really, like, know what's... Right. Accurate, because dreams are an internal thing. It's not like they can be projected and, like, studied that way, which is... Which, it's the 21st thing. century, people. Come on. I we should know. have equipment for this by now to, like, project people's dreams. Oh, my God. With the Neuralink technology, we might pretty soon. Have you heard about that? No. Oh, my God. Look it up. Elon Musk is crazy. Like, super smart, super successful, crazy, but I don't know. It's like the technology. Okay. So essentially with this, it's like an implant okay. in your brain. And they've done some trials and like a chimp was able to control a computer with his brain. So it's really high tech technology. High tech, 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 tech. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. But it's weird if it's it like... It's tech. Yeah, it's so much tech. All of the techs. Um, so yeah, it's, it's supposed to be, um, like, used in clinical human trials, like, this year or next, which is intense, but, um, the intention is, like, to help people that are, like, paralyzed or stuff like mm -hmm. that, like, do things that they wouldn't be able to do just in their normal body, but you have to wonder, like, how that kind of technology can be used, like, for weaponization, or, like, yeah. if it gets into the wrong hands, or whatever. Okay, well, that's that's a completely different thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the reoccurring dreams, because um, I'll have them where, like, it's the same dream over and over, mm -hmm. but each time I'll know exactly what happens next. And I'll be able to alter the storyline just a little bit. And then if I sleep for longer, I get further and further into the story. And then other times when I have the same dream, I don't get that far, but I know what's coming. It's really weird. It's a really weird thing. That is weird knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I can change the storyline, and then other times I'm just like, okay, this is what's going to happen. I have to wait for that, and then I'm going to do this. And then, like, but I can't control the actual content, you know? Interesting. It's weird. Mm. I've also had those dreams where, like, I know I'm dreaming, and I want to wake up, so I'm pinching myself, but I'm not waking up because I don't feel the pinch. 
really? Like, I feel nothing when I pinch myself in my dreams. That's weird. Maybe it's just, like, your dream self thinking that you're pinching yourself, but you actually aren't doing it. Cause Is how that how know? that works? I don't know. Like, are you actually pinching yourself? I don't to know. To wake up? I don't think so. Physically? I don't think so. Because I, th I always thought it was, like, just... a mentality. I think... If I, I looked this up once. I think that was actually a myth that was proved wrong. Like, it might work for some people, but it's not, like... It doesn't work most of the time. Yeah. Interesting. Well, have you guys had any, like, reoccurring dreams or any, like, really, really intense nightmares? Anything like that? Any themes, like, reoccurring themes that we mm -hmm. missed that are super prominent and super important? Uh, let us know. Tweet us at ointellects on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the YouTube channel. We have some fun videos up now, and um, I'll be putting up another one. Where we did pancake art. Oof. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Did you eat those pancakes? I did. All of them? No. No. Did Becca eat some? No. No? We haven't touched ours either. When I was cutting up the cheese and sausage, I saw Brenda's in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ate like half of them, but then I got sick. Nice. <laughs> Never eats pancakes again. I have a feeling we didn't cook them all the way. We That's probably didn't. Well, it was really, really cheap batter, too. That's true. Like, it tasted doughy. Yeah. But it, like, physically felt fine. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. Well, clearly not chefs. <laughs> Obviously. But, um, so that's it for today's episode on Dream. Um, one of my favorite songs is called Dreams by this band Beck. It's really good. Have you heard it? Do you know no. what I'm talking about? Seen this, heard this? One of my favorite movie scenes is Taylor Lautner in Sharkboy and Lava Girl, and he's singing that dream song, and then it just turns into fucking nightmares and oh, everything. No. <laughs> oh, no. I forget. He was in that. I do, too, because it feels like not long, much longer he was in Twilight. It's like, wait, yeah. what happened? Twilight's the only thing anyone recognizes him for. That and dating Taylor Swift. Oh, I forgot that that happened. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. Um, <laughs> tweet us, check us out on YouTube, do all that stuff. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye.